Dwayne, I gotta tell you something, okay? This is very un-Tubman-like behavior. Okay, that, that's the second time with the Tubmans. I, I don't yeah. know what you mean. Well, what I mean is I, I don't think that your great aunt, Harriet, would condone this. So what kind of person was she, Larry? Well, she was the kind of person who smuggled slaves from the South to the North and didn't charge them. This is a league podcast, Curbcast, season 12, episode 3. Wait, I gotta get this right. Vertical drop, horizontal tug. I'm Mac Durson. Playing Inferno here. You know what it is. <laughs> I left you that one. <laughs> I left that for you, and I was gonna see if you were gonna take that one, but I didn't want to take it. That seemed presumptuous, but uh, uh Clay, welcome back. How's it going? Back. Back. Episode three of the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I know. Here we go. You know what it is. You know what it is. So I, um, we don't normally do this, I guess, but, uh, I have a fun little thing from, uh, last week's last episode. There was, there was like, uh, yeah, well, it's just like an added sort of feature. So last week, of course, as you recall, they were looking for a a black lawn jockey around the suburbs of Atlanta, right? And yeah. they go, they knock on one guy's door to see if they could buy his, and the guy's wearing a MAGA hat. And he tells them, you're that wingnut that done mess with our elections, or whatever, you know, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but he, he did call him a wingnut. This goes, it was kind of a callback to that episode a couple seasons ago where Larry would wear a MAGA hat to get people to not bother him. Do you remember that storyline, which was amazing? So apparently, on Twitter or X, a Republican representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene, wrote a little bit. This is just a, a clip of her pose. That the episode was a glaring reminder of why most Georgians resent Republicans in our state inviting the nasty commies from California, the Hollywood elites, into our state by dishing out Hollywood tax credits. Oh, so she's mad at the that they're letting people film in Georgia. I don't think that's what the episode was about, but she said nasty commies. She called Larry David a nasty commie. <laughs> think that um, can we move on from martyr taylor green anytime soon i know it's, it's awful but i mean it just like this was in an article and jeff schaefer you know the producer one of the producers of curb said he was thrilled that marjorie taylor green didn't like it like he was excited yeah, as am i yeah Me too yeah i hope they do more shit to make fun of people like her he's backwards like lame, stupid uh, Republican senators and stuff. See, this is why I want to move on. I don't even want to think about. All it. right, all right. I'm sorry. I just I thought that was funny that like she like it's a show for one thing, right? It's a it's a sitcom. Relax. Don't you have a country to help, like our state, you know, to help run? And here you are getting all mad about what one guy on a, on curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> Whatever. I've- Ignored her for the last couple of years, and I'm going to continue to do so. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't Thank know. Thank you for bringing that tidbit. I'm sorry. I appreciate it. 
But I, uh, I yeah, didn't know the less was... oxygen we give her, the better. I guess you're right. I just thought it was funny. I'm glad that she was mad. I'm glad know? she's mad too. Yeah. I hope she's mad all the time. Yeah, good good for her for being <laughs> mad. <laughs> this, is, this is how these people, this is like their oxygen. Like speaking of oxygen, like they just get angry at people. Like whatever. She's a fucking moron. Yeah, I know. I know. But um, that's the, kind of the great thing about this show, though, right? Is that you can, like, Larry can use it to poke fun at things like that. Can, but not in, like, a preachy way, just in, like, a... Yeah, no, that's be... what I was saying last episode, too. It's right. Like, there's a lot of, like, anti-Trump stuff, which is also anti-NPT stuff uh, yep. in the show. But it's just presented in a way that, like, Larry just kind of works it in there. You know well, I mean? yeah, I mean, and as long as it's funny, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to, it's not like him. You know, and, and the whole premise is funny. The whole right. premise of the the law and that that's, he was like, wouldn't it be funny if I got arrested for that? That's what's funny. Yeah. No, exactly. And he's he in a whole season around it. Yeah. And it's like, it's, everything is in service to the joke, you know, like, so that's, that's how it works. And that's that's why we like this show. Why we like it? Why we like it? So this one, I feel like is this is like really setting up like a lot of stuff that will be happening throughout the rest of the season. I think like there's a lot of this was like this is a great episode, but there's this is like curb, you know. But this is what it does. It sets up things like that you will see going forward. So, well, it's a classic. um, It it. It, it almost is like, as much as you're saying that, I think of it almost as a generic, regular, good episode of the show. That's like, he's back at home. We get Lewis. We get Ted Danson. We yeah. We Vince Vaughn. You know, like, there's a, something with the golf. It's just like <laughs> a classic, like, all of the elements of when Larry's home, what happens. Right, right. right. Yeah, no, I definitely that this is like a classic. This is a classic curve. The ones in Atlanta were obviously great, but this is like this is the show at, They're out know, of the elements. Best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let's let's just start off because yeah, they are in the 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 episode starts off in the airport, returning from Atlanta, and there's a black guy walking through the airport. He says, "Hey, Larry, you keep fighting for us," and Leon is impressed. He's like, "Oh, my people love you." Something like that. But uh, so then Larry runs into Sienna Miller. She says she <laughs> saw him on the news and she's she she appreciates what he's doing. She I've never really seen her in any like I haven't seen any of her movies, to be honest with you. I'm perfectly honest with you. But she is a, she's a pretty lady at Sienna Miller. And I think she's still married to Jude Law. Is that they married? She is not. I no. was gonna tell this after you were uh, explaining what would what happens with them, but uh, I just all right, get but, into and it. And the reason the reason I was gonna wait was because, uh, well, we'll just say there's some flirtation there with uh, Sienna because she's like, oh, oh yeah, I know she. What you run into on. Larry and is like, oh, thank you, Larry, and whatever, and she's flirting with him and everything. 
Well, but, yeah, she you, says it's Beshert. I don't know if you know what Beshert is, which I didn't either. I had to look it up. So, but it's a Yiddish phrase for, you know, like almost like fate or destiny or, you know, like that kind of thing. So, yeah. And Larry's impressed that she uses a Yiddish word. It's like, here's why I wanted to wait until you were going to describe that scene because what I think is funny is that. Obviously, Sienna Miller is like way out of Larry's league. Right? <laughs> Obviously, and, yeah. And what and the age difference is like forty years or something. It's <laughs> it's huge. But the thing is, Sienna Miller is actually dating somebody that's twenty seven years old. So her wow. flirting with Larry in the show is kind of like a commentary on the age gap that she has with her current boyfriend, which is in the opposite direction. Oh, but I mean, obviously age is not really a factor for her. Age doesn't matter to yeah. her. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I point, I said, I've never seen any of her stuff. I want to, I don't know if you remember this. She played the Baroness in the uh, GI Joe rise. Of, of course I remember this. <laughs> Of course, I remember. Of course, that. you remember that. I didn't remember that, but um, yeah, whatever. Pretty, pretty lady, and uh, yeah. So, but she does for She gives him that tongue click. You ever, uh, you know, yeah, like, like, like a little wink. Yeah, she gets a little like, and she says, "Keep yeah. in touch." And then, yeah, she kind of like trips a little bit because she's. I guess she's so overcome. Something. Yeah, she's over. She's, and I wonder if just like her attractiveness to Larry is just because he's doing something good for the people, you know, like she finds that really ah, open to turn her on, you know. Wow, look at this guy. <laughs> hey, the way to a lady's heart. Uh, so yeah, so then like the next scene, uh, he is driving with Leon and he's complaining about. Sienna Miller flirting with him, and now he can't do anything because of Irma. <laughs> and then he goes, what a waste. Yeah, he says, what a waste. It kind of reminds me, it's slightly different, but you remember the George Costanza, Marissa Tomei episode yeah. that, that happened where like he found out that she liked quirky, funny, bald men or something like that, <laughs> but he was engaged. But he's like, I gotta, you know, he just wanted to have coffee with Marissa Tomei. Yeah. I mean, she's a famous, you know what I mean? It's, it's all in the intention, right? Like that was, that was kind of the, the point of that. Like, he's like, I can't have coffee with somebody. And they're like, well, it depends, you know? So Larry's not even entertaining really the notion of going out with Sienna Miller, at least not yet, but right. Because of Irma, because he's got, he's got his calendar He's gonna check off the days. So anyway, meanwhile, Leon is eating a bagel and he says it's great. And Larry's got one. He says, I don't really want this. So they stop at a red light and he's like, Yeah, when I give it to that guy, there's like a homeless guy there. And Larry's like, Yeah, you want this? And the guy starts walking towards the car, and Larry's like, Ah He's like, Whoa, 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 stop. Stop. And he throws it to him because he doesn't want him to come near him, which I can't. And he does catch it, but I thought he was like saying like stop because he didn't want him to get hit by a car. Right. I was but thought he, I But thought he was this... like, Don't get your hobo hands near my car. <laughs> I, 
and this isn't like a COVID thing or anything. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Larry probably didn't want that guy anywhere near him, no matter what, you know, pre-COVID or not. But yeah, I love it. He tossed it to him, and and, and that, that, that's good though. Hey, Larry did a good thing. So the next thing he's back home, we we get Irma, and there he's doing the wordle. Do you uh, you a wordle guy? I'm I, not a wordle guy. I'm like pretty bad at games or anything like that i i find it to be i'm gonna sound like a real jerk but like i i find that like i think video games aren't like a very good use of time so i just kind of like i was like oh okay like and i'm also i also say this because i'm not very good at them so i think that's maybe like my defensive thing would be like oh it seems like a waste of time but so i downloaded it and Tried to play it yesterday after this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And I uh, had no idea what I was doing. And just like every <laughs> other video game, I played it for about twenty-five to forty-five seconds, <laughs> and then went and did something else. I feel like maybe for you, where your job, you know, you do a lot of social media, you're on your phone a lot for work and stuff. Maybe like a a game on your phone is not the thing. It's not not even so much video games or whatever. But you know what I mean. Like maybe for you, it's not. It's just not your thing. You spend like enough time podcasts and oh, right. But that's not an active thing. That's like a passive thing. You can put the pod. You can put the phone in your pocket, listen to the podcast, and still do something. But Wordle, you're you're like yeah, in it. Do something else. Like I mean, I yeah. actually, to be honest, I don't even know how to play. I, I didn't understand it. I, so I you know, I it's, even understand the joke. How many, you know, it's like a thing, like everybody does it. I did it for a, like a month, maybe like a while ago. It was probably kind of still a lockdown thing, actually. And I was just kind of Will bored. You explain you know? Wordle for dummies? Like what? I don't know? even remember exactly. It's just a word, you know, they give you some letters or they give you like one letter, I think. And you have to kind of like guess what word it could be or they might give you like two letters depending you know like but it's usually like a five five letter word unless you want to play like really hard you can play like six letter words or whatever you know but yeah like they give you and then you just have to guess and you have like five guesses to get the word so irma and larry are both playing it on their phones and she just blurts it out she just says luke and Larry's like, oh, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, because it's like Leon. the same. I can't believe Leon plays word. The answer is the same right. for everybody, right? Okay. Right. Everybody gets the same, you know. But presumably, you're all used. There's probably different apps, right? But, like, this is the one. Like, this is probably, like, the New York Times Wordle or something, right? Like, this is probably the one that everybody uses. So, I can't believe Leon plays Wordle, though. That kind of cracked me up because he says, you just ruined our day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she said, you wouldn't have gotten it. I had to give you Volvo the other day. (laughs) He's like, that's a hell of a car. Yeah, it's a very safe car. car. She's like, it's not a car. (laughs) And then she leaves. She's going to her AA meeting. They keep dropping that in there. It's really funny. I guess. I don't know. I'm feeling like by the end of the season, she's probably going to be drinking again. Right, I don't know. They they keep saying AA. They mentioned it twice in this episode. Well, I just like how worked up Larry is. I mean, because Leon doesn't really care, but Larry's just 
what a what a terrible thing to do. Yeah, he's this, really mad. This is awful. He, I mean, I can, is, you know, really over it with her. <laughs> yeah, Everything he really she does, is. He's really over it. <laughs> no matter what it was, Wordle or whatever, you know. So anyway, Leon sits there and he kind of like leans back. He's got his loose shorts on. It's like big basketball player short. And LD looks over and sees his balls hanging out. He's like, oh! He's like, swivel back, swivel back. Yeah, he's on like a stool. And he says, swivel back. Oh, and like, Apparently, this was there was some debate between Jeff Schaefer and Larry Dave on how to film this. Like, how do you <laughs> like? And Larry was the one who said, "No, it has." To oh, be you did the extra research on this. I one. did. I did a little research on this one just a little while ago. Well, while I was waiting, <laughs> Larry said, "Like, it's like the ball sack in your mind, or something like that." You know what I mean? You don't have to see anything. Yeah, it's better if you don't because but, yeah. The way they, you know, it's, yeah, you, you need to imagine it. But they talk about how gross the test, and apparently Jeff Shaper and Larry David thought about, like, how gross this thing that's supposed to create life, essentially, is really disgusting looking, and you want to run away from it. <laughs> like, but... Well, so remember Step Brothers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is, like, a famous uh, ball bag scene <laughs> in that movie, and uh and they it's like i'm gonna drag my balls across your drums and they like i watched some behind the scenes or something and they were like (laughs) they showed like the prop like ball bag that they had him because if you watch the movie it looks like he really is dragging (laughs) his balls across the thing but they make like a prosthetic one you know like a fake one right the dirk diggler special i guess uh I mean, Leon talks about how the balls look like the brains, and that's where the expression thinking with your dick comes from. (laughs) Larry says, sometimes you say something so stupid that it's actually smart. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so they're talking. Larry's got to go over and visit the next-door neighbor. His name is Dwayne Tubman uh, because he says his father passed away. So it's always good to, you know, right. get be in good with the neighbors. So Larry goes next door and there's everybody's there and they're all in black and everything. So I guess this is the actual like this must be the actual sort of like a little memorial. Yeah, like memorial thing and he he's like walking in. He's in his, in his hoodie. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like he going to people who doesn't know like oh, I'm sorry like oh. Yeah. Uh, he's almost he's like fakely like very fake oh yeah it's so very fake yeah so so he sits down with Dwayne and he says I'm sorry about your father he says oh well father-in-law and I was like oh well that's that's better and like Dwayne is very sad he's like well we it's you know it's a loss and he's like yeah but you know well father-in-law he's like is your father so alive okay yeah he's like yeah he is like and he's like, thankfully, or something like that, you know, like, <laughs> he's like, well, yeah, you know, he says, he kind of compares it like if a dog, if your dog died or your friend's dog died, he's like, a dog it's died. A human being, Larry. I know. He's very upset that, you know, Larry's not taking this seriously. <laughs> it's like, 
anyway, so Larry's he's about to leave. He's he's like, I, I get them. He's like, we have a lot of people here. Because he wants to apologize to his wife. Like, oh, not apologize, but you know, express sympathy to his wife. He's like, Well, we're gonna leave her. Why don't we leave her alone or something like that? Let her all of like the I don't want to say like boilerplate, but all like the typical things that people say, all the typical expressions that I know are both of our, you know, we have had some family losses and it is kind of just it's kind of empty, right? The yeah, because what, what do you do? But also, right. like, are you guys good here? Do you want me to bring you some bagels and boxes? But yeah. Bagels. <laughs> I think we're good here, Larry. Yeah. So there you go. But anyway, as he's leaving, Dwayne gets up and says, actually, Larry, there is something we, we should talk about. There's a lemon tree that is on Dwayne's property, but kind of hangs over the fence into Larry's yard. And he says, oh, the... The lead, the roots are affecting my pipes, and um, you know, I was wondering if you would want to split the cost. And Larry's like, uh, "Yeah, it's your tree." <laughs> uh, yeah, but whatever. The, if you you talk about the uh, well, this is something I could talk a lot about actually, because the trees that's part of like what my family does, and also, um, you know, like when something when somebody dies, they always say. Like, is if there's anything I could do, anything at all, right? But what can I do for you? Anything at all, anything <laughs> at all. It's uh, yeah. Dwayne is kind of like, well, you could help me pay for this tree. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, regardless of his father-in-law, I feel like Dwayne would have asked Larry for this. Oh, he no definitely could, but like, yeah. you know when. When you he saw the opening, then he's like, "Well, right. You know, what you could do is this." <laughs> he did. <laughs> he saw the opening. You're you're exactly right. So yeah, like we don't and really... I can acknowledge that it does. When they he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get some estimates and stuff like that," but that's like right. what my that's like the light that's the that's the house that Fernald built, and, the, and my brother in law that he's a tree <laughs> guy too. Like that's what they do. They give you an estimate on. We didn't have lemon trees around here, but they give you an right. estimate on how much it's going to cost to take down that tree or take out the branch or grind the stump. And, you know, they it's right. The profitable business. They do. They oh. do well. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, yeah, this guy doesn't want to pay for it, you know, all by himself, even though I mean, Larry points out the tree is on his property, but it does hang over. So it, it, it's, you know, it's a little ticky tacky, as they say, but um well, anyway, also, I he's, mean, he's... Larry's the rich guy, right? Like, so wouldn't you well, ask? Again, here we are, right? Guys, I would, but like, this is Larry David we're talking about, right? I mean, he's just because he has the money doesn't mean he wants to spend it on this. He wants it's very, he's very principled about it. Anyway, he says, "Yeah, I get the estimate, whatever." So, but the then next... he's Larry's like, "I don't even." I could go the rest of my life without yeah. touching a lemon. <laughs> right. like the rest yeah. of your life. He's like, yeah, maybe yeah. I sometimes put it on a piece of fish. He's like, so you would never have, like, what would you put right. on your what fish? Then? You? He goes, a grapefruit. When was the last time you put a grapefruit on your fish? He's like, <laughs> He's like I haven't. Never. But I thought about, but I, I, I I thought thought about it. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just to avoid putting lemons. You can go to the store and buy lemons. You know? <laughs> but also, like, Larry always says, Stuff like that. Like, I would never, for the right. rest of my life, I, know. I would be fine if I didn't do this. Right. Do I X. do not need this, your lemons. So, 
All right, at the next scene, uh, the next scene, he's telling, he's, we get Vince Vaughn. We get our first Funk, Frankie Funkhauser sighting of the season. Yeah, Frank. And he's telling him about this. He's telling him about the whole thing. And he's like, the crazy thing is that he's a descendant of Harriet Tubman. So Dwayne is, Dwayne Tubman is a descendant of Harriet Tubman. And, and he says, do you think his ancestors would be ashamed? Which is and then he says you know the ironic thing apparently this is a Vince Vaughn line completely his line he said you're being railroaded yeah you can kind of tell it was one of those natural curb improvised lines you know what I mean I was like that's so perfect the irony of this thing is you being being railroaded yeah it's kind of just a throw in at the end of the conversation but yeah so and then Cheryl and Ted come Oh, yeah. Here we go. So, yeah, it's still because Susie was in Atlanta for her birthday. They bring in this big box, this big wrapped box. And they're like, oh, we, you got to open our gift. And Larry's like, well, hey, we brought a gift, too. And like, oh, no, no, you'll see in a minute why she's got to open this one first. Yeah, because Larry is all like worked up. Like, wait, wait a second. There were gifts that because in, in his mind, it's like the gifts were here before you guys showed up here. So we have to open right. them in order. Yeah, oh, really, like, you know, you don't. No, but, but still, like, and Larry is not. I think he, right, this one. He resents that they think that their gift is special, you know, like, I mean, which it is. That's but true, too. It's not, you know, I mean, in his mind, he doesn't know what it is. But so she opens it, and it's a puppy. It's a cute little puppy. So, I mean, that's great. But, but and they're like, oh, they're all like, you know, the baby talk that people do. Hey, I admit it. I do it, too. I have a cat. I sometimes get a little baby talk. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 They lay it on thick for this puppy. And then uh, then Larry says, you got her a Theragun. It's just. <laughs> well, I didn't Irma kind her. of presents it. Yeah. It's like, uh. And Irma's like kind of ashamed at this yeah. point. So she's like, Larry got you this. Yeah, I feel like, like when, when Susie's like, oh, nice, put it down there. Or she didn't know what it was, actually. Susie didn't even know what it was. And she said, well, Larry got it. Like she kind of threw Larry under the bus a little bit. <laughs> as soon as, he, you know, she wasn't thrilled. But yeah, so the Theragun comes back later, of course. It's like Chekhov. Well, she just doesn't care. I mean, Theragun you know, could yeah. be. A diamond ring. If you have a puppy, that's a whole other thing. I know, but they intentionally made it something completely <laughs> Well, hey, in my lame, I got that for Stacy for Christmas two years ago. Oh, nice. I mean, it's different. I mean, Stacy is your partner, and Susie just, you know, like you probably knew that she, I mean, that's she has a physical it. job. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, there it. They're at the table, all eating, and Bunkhauser's telling a story about so his neighbors want to get pregnant, and the guy is unable to, you know, do that. And so they asked him. Shooting blanks. Yeah, that's right. They said shooting blanks. So he says, yeah, like he he agreed to do it, and it's the best sex he's ever had, having sex with this woman. The husband's totally on board with it. And he thought it would be very clinical or, you know, mechanical. And he says, no, man, it's great. It's the best sex uh, what, I've ever had. 
it didn't go this way, but I was wondering if it was going to go in a weird, like, cuckold situation where, like, the guy wanted to watch it or something. I know. I was wondering that, too. I was like, oh, where's this going to go? Where's this going to go? It could. But it does turn into a funny sex story for Freddy because he's like, I thought, you know, it's going to be all clinical and stuff. But as soon as the lights went out, bang. Yeah. (laughs) We're biting butts. We're biting ears. (laughs) And then Irma says, do you give her a climax? And he says, I don't know. I didn't ask. That was because she's like, how would I know? Yeah, he's like, I don't know. I didn't ask, but he's just trying to tell his story. That just says, there's a musk. (laughs) I love Tracy Ullman. Don't get me wrong, but Irma, it's just so. She's like, I exude a a very thick musk. It's like Larry's like, yeah, literally leaning away from her and going, yeah. Kind of like throwing up in his mouth about the musk. <laughs> she says it's great for conception. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, like, I don't know if that, I hope Irma does. Irma's not going to get pregnant or anything, but. So, anyway, then, the, oh, they hear the dog barking. They go get the dog, and she decided it's Frankie after Frank Sinatra. So, here we go. We have a name for the dog. So, here's where we get into the golf stuff. This is. Lewis. Yeah, we got Lewis. I don't think that there's a lot of episodes with Lewis on this season. I could probably just look it up, but I I think that he couldn't really shoot that well because he's not feeling that well. Yeah. But I'm glad this is one of the episodes where we get Lewis. Yeah, we get a a little Lewis. Before that, Larry is sitting. There's a bench. It there's so it's the driving range of the of the golf course. And like, you know, there's actually usually a there's benches right behind. So the people who can watch you, I guess, you know, whatever, or you could wait for the next available thing, whatever it is. So Larry's sitting on a bench and <laughs> Troy Kotzer, Academy Award winner. And hearing him. So am I supposed to know who that is, though? I'm- yeah. Yeah, he's a real actor and he won an Oscar for Coda a couple years ago, or maybe it was oh, last year. Nice. I don't even remember. I mean, it's he's deaf. It's very extraordinary. Like he's really deaf, and that's really his interpreter in real life. That the, the guy who was there, oh, really? and he loves. And he kind of looks like a typical like person they would put on. He kind of has <laughs> his interpreter has kind of a comedic like yeah air to him. Yeah, he looks like somebody you would cast in that role. On I know it's you know true. what I mean. Like he's... almost like he's in you know like he's like a Matt Walsh kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's kind of doughy. You know, kind of weird. But no, that is his real interpreter that he uses in real life. So and so here's the funny thing. So Troy, yeah, he's he's an actor. He's a known actor, and his wife appeared. She is also deaf, and she appeared on an episode in, back in season six. Of Kirby enthusiasm. I don't know if they were married then, but probably Maybe I don't know. They're all friends. Maybe. But yeah, so like husband and wife have both appeared on Curb as as guest stars. And, you know, Larry was trying to figure out signing a little bit and he was like he knew he knew hello and goodbye and so so. Those are <laughs> But there was also a I don't remember the episode completely, but there was a mishap with a dog, I think. Like her dog may have died in that episode. Oh, really? <laughs> and so we got a theme here. Completely unintentional, apparently. But yeah. So, anyways, 
Troy is getting a golf lesson, and the instructor is telling him, "This is where this is where the theme, um, the title of the episode comes from: vertical drop, horizontal tug." It's like vertical drop is a thing in golf swings. I don't know exactly how to do it or whatever, but that's like a thing. But I've never heard of this horizontal tug. But anyway, he keeps looking back at Larry as he's instructing Troy how to do this. And Larry's kind of, you know, Larry's his ears perked up a little and he's kind of watching. And and, and he like the guy, Jimmy, the instructor is like, can I help you? Like if you can get a lesson and he's like, no, I'm good. It's like, it's yeah, like, well, kind of like Larry's yeah. kind of like do, doing that thing where you're sitting, but you're watching somebody else do it, but you're moving your body like slightly like that. Like, yeah, he was. He was doing that. And he's like, so, you know, this is a private lesson. And he's like, well, I'm just sitting here. And he's like, that's not a it's, it's that's an aesthetic bench. He tells him it's not for sitting. It's, it's an aesthetic bench. And he's like, yeah. There's no such thing as an aesthetic bench. All benches are for sitting. So, anyways. But then, like, Troy hits it kind of shitty. I don't know if that was because Larry was watching or the advice wasn't very good or he doesn't hit it very well. But Anyway. So. so how do you know? Isn't the driving range just, like, hit the ball? It's not like Yeah, but, I mean, the ball only, like, dribbles in front of him, I thought. It didn't go far, you know. You can see, and they kind of look. He gives him like well, a maybe dirty he was look. all screwed up because I think he was. I think Larry, I think it screwed him up. Yeah, so he gives Larry a dirty look. So then Lewis and Larry are in a cart. They're talking about the wordle. Lewis is like, "Hey, I got the wordle in three try. You know, three tries today." And he's like, "Yeah, you're on a real streak." He's like, "Meanwhile, I'm on a streak. I'm I'm playing great." And he tells him about the. Vertical drop, horizontal tug. I think it's great. I sat on that bench and I got a lesson. It's the greatest. And then they talk about like Lewis is like, "Yeah, you're great. I'm gonna put you in my will." All this stuff. <laughs> like Lewis and Larry always do this. Like it's this weird competition. And he's like, "I don't want to be in your will." It's like, "Well, you know, you're my best friend. I want you." And he's like, "I think you're doing it because you want me to put you in mine." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I, I refuse." And he's like. I have plenty of money. I'm right. just going to give it to charity. Give it to someone else. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> then he says something about Sherman. <laughs> right. He's like, you and your historical reference. Thou shall not bequeath to me or something, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Jeff comes up and they're like, they're, they're going to, they're ready to play. Larry's waiting because Troy and Jimmy, the teacher are way are on the fairway pretty far away and Larry's like oh, I gotta wait for him and they're like you're not gonna hit it that far and he's like what, what? I, and they, so they kind of almost dare him to do it they almost shame him not say hey you should do it just like you're not gonna yeah. hit him yeah they're just kind of like well this is well this is an embarrassing thing for me and I might have even shared it and it's not very <laughs> nice but it actually relates to this episode oh, so I was, uh, it, to be clear, I do not condone killing animals for sport <laughs> or by accident or anything, okay? Of course. But here, here I am in high school, and I used to hang out with this kid, uh, Josh, not big kid Josh. Right. 
not not Jouch. Not, but we right. used to we used to fuck around. We used to we used to you know I I didn't hang out with you guys like that much. I used to had this other group of friends that I used to get in trouble with, uh, doing bad stuff. <laughs> so like, <laughs> Josh had a BB gun. Oh no! Like, oh, get, let's and you know how it, like you pump it. It's like yeah. ten pumps with the the most amount of pumps you can give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like. Oh, yeah. And we're in the cemetery by where my beloved mother is rested now. Like mine, feet, mine as well. Mine as well. Yeah, feet away from where our mothers are. I did something <laughs> that both of our mothers would be very ashamed of. There was a bird in the tree, right? <laughs> and it's a BB gun. It's not like... It's not, ac- it's not a rifle with a fucking scope on it. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, what are the chances that I would point the gun at the bird and actually hit it, right? Right. So 10 pumps in is like, let's give it, like, let's see if we can, you know, fucking shoot at some stuff. There's a bird. And I was like, okay, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to, that I'm going to hit this bird. Like, I'm shooting it, but kind of in as an exercise to prove how you couldn't possibly hit a bird with a BB gun from, you know, 50 or 60 feet away. Like it's impossible. There's no way this BB gun is going to hit the fucking bird. Right. And there's no way you have that. Yeah. No I'm, not a, no I'm not a sharpshooter. Right. No, offense. you know what I mean? You. I mean, right, right. I I, and I always think either. about I that. I would be able to do it either. You know, like you watch, well, I watch a lot of like spy movies and like war movies. It's like, Slow down your breath. You right. Know. You know, you're like somebody's like coaching yeah. you like, yeah. And then, you know, you don't pull the, don't squeeze the trigger, pull the trigger or whatever. You know <laughs> what I mean? So here I am, you know, and granted, I'm like, I, I'm pretty much pretty sure I'm like a kid. I'm like 10 years old. And then I go, Psh. and then the fucking bird drops from the tree. I hit it like. Perfectly. Oh God. Oh my Perfectly. God. <laughs> they did that on The Simpsons. Do you remember Bart did the same thing? And he, but he intentionally aimed left. And like Nelson was like, oh, good job. You even compensated for the scope being off. <laughs> or something yeah, like yeah. Like that was kind of, well, I don't remember The Simpsons thing, but uh, yeah. I was just like, there's, I'm not even good at, I can't even play Wordle. Like I'm not good at sports. <laughs> I'm not good at anything. You know what I mean? Like physically, hit this like bird. But I oh was like, my God. and because I, I shot it with the intention of, like, it's gonna hit the branch or it's gonna go flying by the bird or maybe it'll right. like, do the thing where it's like they call it a rush or whatever when like the birds like fly away because they're scared. You know what I mean? That's all I thought was gonna right. happen. Hey. But I killed this poor bird. Oh well, hey, it's sorry. It's the circle of life. Yeah, but uh, still, but it but it exactly right. relates to what happens here. He's like, there's right. no way you're gonna be well, playing through or like getting or hitting the ball that far, just because it seems like so far, right? It's like a distance right. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, right. Granted, I mean that's. I know you're not a golfer, and I, I'm not a golfer, but I've played golf a little, and yeah, like you just you kind of think like, oh, I mean that person's really far. 
you know, like, especially if you're somebody like Larry who plays all the time, you probably know how far. And he knows he's played that hole before. He plays that course. Yeah, right. It's probably never gone that far. Right, right. And Lewis and Jeff are kind of like, you'll never hit him. And I feel like to prove them, almost to prove them wrong, he wanted to try, even though he knows he shouldn't hit a ball at someone. Well, he's got the vertical draw horizontal tug. Yeah. his favor. He, like this is the new this is the x factor this he hits the ball it's going really far and it's he as he says he can't yell four because troy is deaf and he wouldn't have heard him <laughs> but he hits it right in the back <laughs> it's like i i don't mean to laugh but it's i mean it is it's really funny. it is funny and like, yeah, he he doesn't even just get it much like me and the bird, right? He doesn't just get it on the fairway or like on the green or whatever, right? Or near, it, or even like next to him, or yeah, anything like, it, it, like, like where you would, yeah, because that's a common thing in golf too. Well, you're not like supposed to play through and stuff like that. So it'd be like, you, if the ball like landed X, would be like, oh, what the fuck? These guys trying to play through, they would be mad, but they wouldn't be. But hitting somebody with the ball is like, why you yell four and all that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what four, yeah, because you just want to give people, you know, a heads up. Yeah, look around. Literally, heads up. Literally, yeah. And, but it's like, yeah, I mean, he hit him right in the back. I mean, it's perfect. Obviously, Troy, like, according to my research, he's a big golf fan, so this is all fun. But yeah, like, he, and like, I love the sound. I know it's terrible. Like, well, in the world of Curb, but like he hits him right in the back, and he goes like, "Whoa!" Like it's just, crazy. yeah, yeah. And he's an and Larry's like, oh! actor, right? And That's he's, true. The way That's he right. falls and everything is so good. He's like, yeah. oh! like "Oh!" And so Larry's like, "Oh!" Like you know, he does the freak out Larry, like we talked about, and the, the you know Jimmy, the instructor's like, "What the fuck?" And so Larry gets in the cart, drives down to like see if he's okay and everything, and he's like. What, what did you, you know, like, what, why didn't you yell? They're like, well, he wouldn't have heard me. And they said, well, the interpreter would have heard you. He's like, yeah, but you wouldn't have been able to, you weren't close enough. He's like, even yeah, he's Superman. Like, in the car. Yeah. He's like, even Superman yeah, wouldn't have been saying. able to get there. Which is like a total, that's like, I always feel like that's like a Seinfeld sort of reference in a way, you know, because Jerry used to make references to Seinfeld, I mean, uh, to Superman all the time and, and whatever, but I love that. So, yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry, I, you know, I really, and he said, did you use the, the vertical drop horizontal dog? And he said, yeah, I did. It's like, in a way, I did like, I've it, never yeah. hit a ball like that in my life. So, <laughs> he, and he's, he offers to get him Postmates, and the interpreter, like, you know, does his sign language. Did you tell him about the Postmates? And he says, I did it. He's like, all you did was Yeah, this. that's funny. Like, because that's the sign for Postmates. Like, the offer is, like, that he would send... Probably a nice restaurant, right? But like, right? Why didn't he offer him like five hundred dollars or something? Like he's going to send Postmates to his house. I think it's more of a you know a thought. You know, you're right. He could give him. I mean, it's sort of it's to give him cash would be kind of. But yeah, the the interpreter doesn't think, or the uh, you know the instructor doesn't think. He's like, you almost you hit him in the back with a golf ball, and you're gonna get him a Postmates dinner. 
I don't know what else yeah. you would get him. Uh, maybe a, a Rolex or something. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it, to me, even that seems a little cheap on Larry's part. <laughs> I guess even what if it we... was a nice restaurant. I guess. I guess right. maybe he was. Larry was saying like, "There's so many nice restaurants." So like, picture like a five star restaurant. Yeah, he said there's a lot of nice restaurants on there. Delivered to your house, like something Larry would eat. You know, like maybe Larry spends like. $500 on like Postmates for him and Leon, like from some fancy, fancy place or something. But yeah, maybe. I mean, Leon eats a lot of food. So it's possible. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it's, it's more like a gesture on, on Larry's part because he was, you know, I don't want to downplay. I mean, the guy was okay. It's not like he had to go to the hospital or anything like that. You know, I mean, like, if he didn't need any medical treatment or anything, but yeah, he he wasn't injured. He's just kind of yeah. hurt, you know, like right. Bruised probably his back bruised or something. You know, yeah, can't even see back there anyways. Right, right. So anyways, they 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 walk away, and Larry's like, "Hey, where's my ball?" And he's like, "It's gone, Larry." He's like, "What?" That's he's like, "You'll have to go back to the tee and hit it again." He's like, "I'm not doing that. That's the best you know drive I've ever had in my life." And he's yelling because he wants to drop it. Lewis and Jeff are like, no, 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 you can't. That's cheating. And, and they're yelling at each other. And they, they're talking about what a great day they're having. I love that. They're like, we're having a great day. And they're like, hey, you're not dropping the ball. <laughs> but here's the big. So Yeah, so this is the thing that's like. This is the thing. I, I don't know anything about golf, but why well, I didn't know why that was such a big deal, that he couldn't just drop the ball there because they all knew what happened. Well. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it depends how much of a stickler you are for the rules, I suppose. I mean, like, but it's just sort of for fun. You know, like, it's funner to have them say, no, Larry, you're not, because, you know, to take things away from Larry. If it was, like, yeah. me and John out there, I don't think any, they'd be like, sure, fine, drop it. Who cares? You know, but. And meanwhile, while they're fighting, they hear a coyote. And, like, and then they hear a dog squealing. And this is like Jeff's like, my house is right there. So the helos are right there in the course. Yeah, so they're like, that could be my dog. It could be Frankie. <laughs> and and like, Harry's like, well, if it is, I mean, he's, like, they assume that whatever dog was attacked by this coyote is dead. And so, like, first Jeff says, I gotta go. And Larry's like, well, what are you gonna do? You know, like, He's either it's either a neighbor's dog, or right. your dog is dead. <laughs> so what are you going to do? You know, give it. Maybe he says that later, like to Susie, but give it. Yeah, the mouth. What can you yeah, do? He does. The coyote rips the thing to shreds. Yeah, and so like, you know, there's nothing you could do anyway. I think is what he says. <laughs> Dog's already been eaten. Jeff goes, you know, you're right. And so they decide to finish because, like, yeah, we're having a nice day. Meanwhile, he's like, I'm dropping the ball. You're not going to drop the ball. You're a cheater. I love how they just yell at each other. <laughs> anyway, they get home and Frankie is alive. So, And Jeff and, and Larry are relieved. They're like, oh, thank God Frankie's okay. And they're like, yeah. kind of want to play with the dog. And they're like, oh, you're okay. You're okay. And they're all smiles. And they think that telling Susie this story is going to benefit them they're like yeah, oh I, we thought because <laughs> they're like here's a funny story because they don't really care you know like here's a funny we, we thought it was a guy there was a coyote yeah. and then we we're like thinking like 
maybe it was our dog, but then we thought it was maybe the neighbor's dog. But then we're just glad that Frankie's okay. You know, yeah. he's okay, right? Why did they tell her this story? Because she's like, you thought it might have been him, and you kept on playing. She calls them pieces of shit and everything, of course. And she tells Larry never to play. It's like, what if it was me? And he's like, well, I'd give you a little more consideration. (laughs) But he would probably still play through. (laughs) Depending how well uh, he was playing. Yeah. And then then she's like, you don't. You don't touch my dog. You don't look at this dog. You don't talk to my dog. And Larry's just like, that's not a punishment. I don't, right. don't care about your dog at all. That's that's fine with me. It's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. Oh, man. So, and then he says that he would, there's not even a person that right. if they died, he would leave the golf course for. And then he's like, so he's mad at Susie. So he kind of takes it out on Jeff. So he's like, and not even you when he points at Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Jeff's like, no, and, and Jeff's kind of like, come on. Yeah. And uh, Larry's like, well, depending on how I'm playing that. Yeah, it depends how well I'm <laughs> Sorry, we go that back. Great... That was a great scene. We had every, we had Susie being Susie and, and, and Larry being Larry. Like, Susie's just like kicking Larry out of the house. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's yeah. always the best. I mean, I try to imagine that like, if I was over visiting you guys and I'm like, Rachel, like, Clay, get the fuck out of here. Get, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and you just like, all right. Come back, like, continuously. You know, that's the thing that I don't like. Yeah, I mean, yeah right. I would be up. back the next day. Yeah, you just show up the next day and everything's fine. Anyway, so Dwayne comes to Larry's house to talk about the lemon tree. He's got the estimate. And I like Larry's like, how you doing? Have you had a laugh? He's like, well, the last 48 hours, I haven't really had a laugh. He's like, oh, well, you know, maybe that would help or whatever, you know, after a loss. So he gives him the estimate. The tree is going to cost $2,700 to, you know, that's the estimate from the tree guy. Your family, I don't know, is that, I guess you're right. They do pretty well. 2,700 bucks for this lemon tree. Yeah, I think, well, I, I think that the, yeah, it's it's about right for, um, I think that you have to include like kind of like a California Hollywood tax. Like it's probably, you know, my brother-in-law is probably not going to charge that till if he had to do it at your dad's house. Right, you know I mean? right, right. But, no, but, of course. But, but what he's saying is that like he has to get the wood chipper to get yep. the stump out. And, yeah, the stump. Uh, yep. Or the stump, the stump grinder. And they have to take the tree down. It's like a day's worth of labor for like two guys. And then they have to grind the stump, which they do have to rent. If they don't already own one, they have to rent one of these stump things. So that's like an extra 500 bucks just anyways, just with the equipment. Sure. So, uh, so yeah, it sounds about right to me. I'm sh- if, Yeah, I'm sure that's about any, right. But sorry, what were you going to say? No, just if I'm any kind of an expert on this, uh, you know, sounds about good. Right. I like it. I like that. Larry's thing is, though, that he only eats a couple of lemons a month when they fall off the tree because he's his thing was yeah. kind of like what am i gonna do? throw them back over the fence like so he's yeah, like right. for a couple of lemons a month you want me to pay for half of this uh, i mean i don't know tree etiquette but yeah i mean that seems oh well i could address this for sure this is 100 percent not larry's problem at all it's right. not his treat. 
in like a place like Massachusetts or New England where we're very territorial, like, and like, you know, good neighbors make good fences. Like if the tree <laughs> right. is on your property and, you know, maybe there's some discussion about if a branch is going, a branch from your tree is going over somebody's driveway and it falls and there's an insurance person involved or something. Maybe that's a different discussion. But in this instance, this is absolutely not Larry's. I'm on Larry's side on this one. It's yeah, not I... his responsibility at all. Um, let alone if, if Larry eats lemons or not, it doesn't matter. Like that's not right. his tree. It's not his property line. Yeah. So I think as he points out, this is very untubman like behavior. I don't <laughs> think Tubman like Yeah, this is untubman like behavior. And like he's like, that's the second goes, time you second, yeah, <laughs> second time you brought up the Tubman. Does he not know who Harriet Tubman was? He's like Harry no, would have given me a basket of lemons. He does know, but he's but like right. it, I think Larry he finds it weird that Larry keeps bringing it up. It's like no one probably ever says anything about it. You know what I mean? It is kind of weird to bring it up in this situation, but you know, I mean, I guess if I was Larry, I'd be kind of like, "Wow, I got a neighbor who's related to Harry Tubman." But he says, like, you know, like she would have, you know, she freed all those slaves and didn't charge them. Is what she so he's basically getting charged for a couple of lemons is what he's saying and then he says like you're on you're great on harriet she would come to me with a basket of lemons and say hey larry do you want some lemons right and he would say no it's okay i don't need any of your lemons thanks for the offer but you know i just get them on on my side of the tree but thank yeah, you just, you know yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what she would have done and then like yeah Dwayne's like thank you for the lesson on my heritage yeah right <laughs> so leon uh comes in and leon and Dwayne get i mean we, i guess we should have we never pointed out Dwayne is obviously well he's obviously black but yeah like they they give this nod it's like the black man's nod i guess yeah, he says hey brother yeah hey brother he's like you guys do i don't give a jew nod he said yeah you got a whole song hey jude it's like, no, that's, that's Jude, J-U-D-E. <laughs> Whatever he said, hey, Jew. Anyway, so Leon sits down on the arm of the couch across from Dwayne, and he spreads his legs all akimbo, you know, and his, he's wearing his shorts, and Dwayne can see his shorts. I mean, up his shorts. And meanwhile, Larry's just talking about, like, being neighborly and, and neighborly things and, like, Dwayne just keeps yeah, looking still over. talking about the tree and stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I then just he don't think I should pay for half of them. Yeah. And then finally, Dwayne just says, All right, fine. I'll, you know, you don't have to pay anything. And he just gets up. He takes the piece of paper out of his hand. I love it. And walks out and like, Nope, you're fine. And Larry, like, can't figure it out. And then he, he sits and he looks over and he's like, Oh, and he figures out that, you know, Leon's balls. He says, You're. Your ball just saved me $1,350. He saw his ball. He says, you're withered. This is my favorite line of the whole show. You're withered, leathered, grotesqueries. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, my ball say you're welcome. That's what he says. Thank you. And he points to like his dick. And... So the next thing, he's telling the story to the guys at the club. So you hit the club, and he's telling the story, and 
and they, they're, they're all laughing about it. And then so Funkhauser's there and he says he can't make it because he has a mattress emergency. So he can't have sex with his neighbor. Does anybody else want to sub in for him? And he's yeah, like, I oh, think we talked about this, how we basically think that it's the um, that he's like the same character that he plays in old school that was like in charge <laughs> of like the he, he was like at a stereo city or something. Right, but in this, he's like a mattress. It's like the same. He's like a salesman for mattresses. Because <laughs> yeah. he has a mattress emergency. Yeah, the Funkomatic. They even they even mentioned it. The Funkomatic. It's like the Bobopedic around here. I don't know if uh, anybody's listening to those. The Bob's Discount Furniture Bobopedic. But Curb has the Funkomatic. So Leon volunteers. And he says, uh, you know, he's like, all right, let me send her a video. And this is what we were talking about earlier. He, he, he starts recording Leon. He's like, Leon Black, you know what it is. And then, like, I'm getting she, ready to tap that ass. Yeah, I'm going to get ready to tap. Because he showed her a picture. And she's very cute. It's, um, what is her name? She was on an episode of Ghosts, which I never, you, you watch that, right? Do you watch Ghosts? You watch Ghosts. Okay. This new season is up. Oh, very well. I wish I had a podcast about that show. Oh. <laughs> it's so it, fun. It's Hannah Rose May is the name of the actress um, mm -hmm. who plays the neighbor. She's very cute. Yeah, she's very cute. She's been on Ballers. And she was, uh, you know, she's been on a lot of TV. But anyway, so yeah, she's uh, she's into him. She's She writes back like right away. She's ready to go. He's so, like, I get ready to tap that ass. And then he's like, and if you get pregnant, that's a bonus. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the whole point of the thing. Anyway, so Mr. Takahashi comes over to the table and he, he's heard about what happened with Troy. And he tells Larry one more mistake and he's out. And he says, you hit Oscar winner or something like that. It's like, and he's like, I waved. I waved. He's like, yeah. waving is for saying hello or goodbye. And yeah. I'm going to hit you with the golf ball. <laughs> and then and why, he, how did, why did you steal a lesson from Jimmy? Yeah, he said, I did. I was just sitting there. So, and then they, the so desuka, so deska, I think is how it's pronounced. Like, it's not how it's spelled. I actually did a closed caption just so I could see this, like, so deska. And like they they start which means like stinky, he says. And then they all well, just so deska, that's not what that means. Oh, okay. What does that mean? He, he does a he does a thing for um for for uh stinky, which is I have the uh caption and it's coming. Kusai. Oh. It's Kusai. Oh okay. Kusai means stinky. Oh, okay. That's and then they do the so deska. They all kind so, of like, kind of, which means like, yeah, so really, uh, really. They, that's what that means. <laughs> all the guys at the table are just so disco, and they like cheers their glasses. Uh, yeah, and then he comes back. Takahashi comes back, and he goes like, "What?" And like nothing. <laughs> and he goes, "Takahashi san." Yeah, he goes, "Baka," and then they go, "Baka." <laughs> Uh, so Larry and Lewis drive by the, the bench that he was sitting on. 
And it now has like a sign and a rope across it. Yeah, they roped said, it off. Yeah, only like no seating during lessons or something like that. And Larry says, I got roped. <laughs> so it's kind of like he got railroaded. Now he got roped. <laughs> Sitting prohibited during lessons. Yeah. So him and Lewis are still, they're driving around. They're still fighting about the will. They're fighting about the wordle. He says, I'm going to give away Wordle every time. He says, sugar. And he's like, oh, he's like, I got a friend in Israel. I'm going to get it from him. Like, it's so funny. All they do is fight. Yeah. And he's like, I'm starting to pick up what's going on here. You want me to put, you're going to put me in your will so I can put you in my will. It's bullshit. Yeah. Because <laughs> he makes more makes Like, it should be based on percentages. That's right, yeah. Anyway, so this is a this is the second episode of Rona. Larry goes into a stall, sits down, he shuts the door, sits down. You can see, you know, bathroom. Yeah, a lot of bathroom stuff. Like I said, I always thought Larry was the kind of guy who would only use his home base, but yeah, you know. But you got to picture the the. I think that you know my, my personal feelings aside. As far as the club is concerned, I think you're dealing with a WeWork style level of cleanliness in the club bathroom, if not better. All right. All right. Very good. And hey, emergency, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. So he's, so he's in the, like, it's like a locker room or whatever, basically, I think. And he's in the stall. And the instructor, Jimmy, comes back and he's talking to another guy. The guy's like, oh, I just can't hit well, and blah, blah, blah. And he says, oh, you got to release the head. Because, like, you know, everybody says, keep your eye on the ball. It's the big thing in golf. And he's saying, no, no, no. That's You got to release the head. Then he looks and he sees Larry is kind of looking out the door a little bit. Kind of like, <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, now you owe me for two lessons. And he's like, oh, stop it. I was just. Just use. I'm just going to the bathroom, and he says, "Who doesn't yeah, look at the ball? You fucking idiot!" A lesson in the bathroom, right? You it's know, not really a lesson. It's not. You know, he's just telling this guy. He says, and he, "You're creeping and peeping." Yeah, he does. He says, "You're creeping and peeping," but then he says, "I who doesn't look at the ball? You fucking idiot!" Which was a great line. So he's he like, says, "I'm going to tell Mr. Takahashi." He's yeah. like, "Go ahead and tell him. I don't give a shit." Yeah, <laughs> math. Uh, so in the next scene, Larry goes, he, he's got to use the Theragun, as we pointed out. He's, he's hurt his groin. So he goes to see, he goes into Susie's house, and uh, Ted and Cheryl are there. They're, they're playing with the dog. The dog's got like a, a, a fur coat that Susie had custom made, apparently. And then Susie's talking about how cute the poops are. She says he's really smart. And Larry's like, oh, yeah, he's a regular Einstein. <laughs> But meanwhile, so the Theragun is exactly where he left it. I thought that was funny. She's like, yeah, it's right there where you left it. So he takes it out and he starts using it on his groin. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, this is nice. And they're like, what are you doing? Can you do that somewhere in private? And he's like, ah, what? I got my pants on. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh. And he offers it to Ted and whatever. He's like, an old man like you. And he's like, uh, do you want to try this? And he's like, you just rub that on your balls. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, thanks. So then Ted says, I mean, by the way, I heard about you and the coyotes and Frankie. And he's like, I think you're just jealous of the gift. 
and then give her your stupid thigh jackhammer. He called <laughs> I love that he called it a thigh jackhammer. And then he also brings up Atlanta. Ted, uh, yeah, he brings up Atlanta and he's like, if that was him, I would use it to benefit mankind. You're just using it to, you know, like become famous or whatever, more famous. And Larry, <laughs> Cheryl says, Ted is very authentic. And he says, I'm authentic. I care about myself. It takes authenticity to care about yourself. <laughs> like the yeah. logic there is actually, if he is authentic. He doesn't make any bones about it. Like he's, he is very authentic. <laughs> he's right on that one. And then he just yells out the wordle. It's sugar. He just goes, sugar. And Ted says, oh, I got it in two. And he's like, you don't get anything in two. You never got anything in two. <laughs> so Susie says, and take Susie's it. Susie's getting all pissed at, because you, you gave away today's word, wordle, you piece of shit. Get the fuck out of get here. Get the fuck out of here. Take your stupid present and get out. So he take the, she, she tells him to take the third guy to go. It's like, oh, where's the charger? She's like, get out of here. Like, then he goes, day. let me say goodbye to your stupid dog. Yeah. He's like, get, get out of here. He says, one day, one day you're going to be hurt and you're going to need this. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. So next scene, Larry is at a red light. And he's got a bagel again. Well, I don't know why he keeps buying these bagels that he doesn't want. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls down the window. There's a whole different homeless guy sitting there. He's like, hey, you want this? And the guy starts getting up. He's like, oh, and he's going to throw it to him. And he happens to hit Troy Kotzer walking by <laughs> with the bagel. <laughs> yeah. And Larry goes, like, sort of meekly goes, four. And he does, like, the four fingers, like, sign language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> and then he goes, one. He gives him a little sign language that he definitely knows, and it's the middle finger. Yeah, number one. Yeah. And he throws the bagel back at him, which is always really funny. <laughs> All right, so um, Larry and Irma are watching some TV. He's flipping around the channels. He stops because he sees a Sienna Miller movie. And uh, meanwhile, Irma is there complaining about her hammer toe and everything. And Larry's like, I just want to watch this. And she's like, just, I want to watch Just five minutes. Just five yeah. minutes. I want to watch a documentary on whatever, you know. And he's just grossed out. And again, it's just a waste. But it is. Because yeah, I... Sienna Miller's on the TV and Irma's yeah. there with like this big contraption on her foot. Like, help me yeah. put this on. Yeah, here. she says, can you wear put that my on? callus? Yeah, she's like, you got to shave my corns or something. Or whatever. Oh. <laughs> uh Anyway, then the neighbors come. The Harringtons, I guess their name is, yeah. But they, it's because they want to meet Leon face to face. And they have a, they're like, oh, we want to expand our family because we have a little one. We have a dog, Maybelle. And they're like, yeah, yeah, she's like a person. They're like, no, he's not a person. Not like that. And Leon is like, that dog, not gonna, not like a person. And Larry says, you should stop talking if you want to fuck this woman. <laughs> And he says, I'm the dick salesman. I'm the one. <laughs> like, they have to impress me or whatever. Let me sell this dick. Yeah, let me <laughs> sell my dick. And he tells them his sperm is very strong and his babe, their baby could come out with a mustache and bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> so anyways, they're saying goodbye to them out front, and uh, Larry gets a text from Mr. saying Mr. Takahashi wants to see him in his office. And he's like, oh, shit. I'm going to get thrown out. But they see Dwayne on the street, and he happens to be walking his dog, of course. And Dwayne doesn't nod his head at Leon. Larry knows why. Because it's the balls. <laughs> yep, yep. So he goes to the meeting with Takahashi, and he wears shorts. He wears, like, loose, you know, basketball yeah, shorts. Like He's like wearing, he's wearing like Leon shorts, I think. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And he like puts his legs up on the desk. He's talking about this dream he had about like uh, whatever. And Takahashi just can't take his eyes off him. And he's going, oh, he finally just says, get out. You know, like he just says, leave, leave now. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, Baka. Yeah, I hear you're no longer the funny guy. Yeah, you're the cheap and violent guy. <laughs> <laughs> but the balls did it. They're still in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so kind the, of was like dismissed him of his charges. Yeah, because he just wanted him out of there. Sorry, right, that at the final scene at night, Leon and Lydia, her name is, uh, are having sex. She's she's into it, just like Bunkars have said. And then they hear a coyote oh, again. Yeah. They hear the coyote. And she's like, and they also hear a dog squealing again, just like they did earlier. And she's like, is that Maybell? And Leon says, I didn't hear shit. And he just goes right back. <laughs> so we'll have to see where that goes. Is Leon going to have a kid with this woman? Like, Well, it wouldn't be well, kid. no, I mean, biologically, I guess it would be, but he wouldn't raise it, right? But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Well, also, she's gotten, uh, well, I guess it's been a month since Funkhauser had sex with her when she was ovulating before. So I guess if yeah. that baby comes out black, we would know if it was from Leon. Right. Well, that's, that's, it's that's not good. like it could be Funkhauser's baby if she has a baby. Next month, you right? Know, You're right. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see if that, if like she gets pregnant or, or whatever in the next, or if she's fucking a bunch of other guys too. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, I guess we don't know. I guess we don't <laughs> know. Like, Leon could leave that day, she could be ovulating the next day, and the neighbors and or Funkhauser could have, yeah, gotten another batch in there. You know what I mean. <laughs> Another badge. <laughs> there was not another way I could have said that. No, that's good. It kind of came out, but you know what I mean. Oh, I, I, I know what you mean. It's perfect. Yeah, so we'll have to see where that goes, and we'll have to see uh, <laughs> where the rest of the season goes. Like like I said, I think they set up a lot of stuff here. You know, I think the, the trail will be like the, the main running storyline but there are all these other little ones too and uh so what are you what are the other ones here okay so i just want to lay it out we've got lay it out possibly baby possibly and, i mean do you think that the dog i don't think the dog is like really a i think it's kind of a throwaway i don't think yeah i don't think that yeah i don't think that's going to be a, a major plot line but i mean somehow they i 
Are they going to wrap up Irma? Well, they'll have to wrap up Irma because, right? I think that they even teased that Larry was. I think Larry and Sandra Miller start dating. Oh, really? Oh my God! Yeah, or that he he starts dating. I heard like in an interview, like he dates somebody a lot younger than him. Oh, okay. Well, this says the. The next episode is the title is Disgruntled. This is according to INDB. Oh, no, wait, this is episode. Oh, yeah, episode four. Larry finds himself in Takahashi's crosshairs after a note is found in the men's locker room. Tensions mount when Larry and Irma's couples counselor crosses a professional line. Oh, so they're in couples counseling. All right, that's that should be good for some laughs. (laughs) Yeah. So Takahashi's song. More Takahashi. Baka. So. We'll. Uh, uh, yeah, we got the club. I mean, you know, he's a little bit screwed in the. If he's, well, he's always. If it's around the club. And you know? he's, he's always in Takahashi's crosshairs. So I don't know if that's like anything new, but you know, I mean, remember when he killed the, the black swan, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was another one where they finished playing. Uh, yeah, after, think, like after he killed the swan, yeah. I think they kept playing. Do you remember? Um, I meant to bring this up earlier. I kind of forgot. Do you remember the and Kevin Nealon? I think like was it his somebody, uh, some relative of his, like was had to go to the hospital and they were playing poker at his house and they kept playing <laughs> even though he, Kevin Nealon had to leave and they were like, "Well, we ordered pizza. It would have been rude to not." have somebody <laughs> yeah, right. here. Then they just kept playing poker. Oh man. So classic. Yeah, Larry's gonna, you know, he's got his priorities in line. Exactly. Well he's like, why would I want to ruin a perfectly nice day? Yeah. I mean there is authenticity. Like like he said. I think he's right there about is. that. There is some authenticity. You know what you're getting with Larry. He's yeah. it. He's got his ways. And <laughs> even like the grief stuff, like when all the stuff he's saying to Dwayne about, like, well, it wasn't your death. You yeah, know? I mean, you yeah, know, I it's guess very it's true, insensitive, but... but it is kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's how Larry looks at it, you know what I mean? And obviously, not everyone not agrees, dad. but right, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that's not bad. You know what I mean? It's still a loss, like the guy says, but. You know, he's talking to the person he's talking to right now. You know what I mean? Has not lost his father. So if he was talking he goes, to the, you know, his wife. Yeah. Different. He's yeah. like, my sympathies don't go, run as deep as other people's. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm picking that up. Yeah, I'm picking that up. Oh, and then, yeah, the, that whole thing is funny, too, because he's like, he's like, it's like when people say I'm sorry or I love you, like they don't really mean it. And the yeah, it's like people don't mean it when they say I love you. Sorry, he's like, yeah, yeah like, what, what are you talking? About? He's like, no, nah, they don't mean yeah, it. Like, there's something you say. Yeah, he just blows. He's like, no, nah, they don't mean it. Like, I love. Ah, <laughs> nah, they don't mean it. That's so. That is a that is. That's a great thing about Larry. You know, he is. This is it. This is who he is. So, all right, yeah. Excited to see where it goes. 
thanks for listening, everybody. Clay, we'll be yeah, back next week. You. Uh, you know, you another Curbcast. So we're, we're, I mean, I can't believe we're already episode three. This is the last season. Oh, man. What are we going to do? Uh, we're no. going to go, dude. Well, well maybe. There's plenty of episodes we haven't covered. Right. Right. We'll figure it out. But uh, you know what it is. You know what it is. Thanks for listening. You know what it is. See you later. Hit the club. Hit the club. Those withered leather grotesqueries just saved me $1,350. He lost his mind. He left. I don't have to pay anything. That's fucked up. All black balls are like this. Thank you. And thank you. Yeah, my boss said you're welcome.